on Tuesday, February 13th, 2007, live from my apartment, episode 20 of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. From the man who usually does the introductions, Andy Lowe, <laughs> and the man who usually sits here waiting, David Pillay. Hey, guys. I've been waiting a week and a half to do that. Oh, you are... Oh. Hi, Andy. Hi, Dave. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, episode 20. Andy's still mad at me for (laughs) stealing his thunder, I guess. Oh. I was like, what could I say for the introduction? I'm looking over there going, hmm. And then all of a sudden, the introduction happened. (laughs) I thought I'd, you know, shake things up a little bit. Oh, that was a shake-up, all right. Well, I'm I'm glad. Yeah, you know, I used uh, to do the introductions. I know, and... Then way, way back. In episode one. And two, I think. I Maybe. Don't know. I don't know. But, so, yeah. episode 20, I did the introduction. Ha, ha, ha. Well, congratulations to you. you Why, are, thank you. You are the official introduction. You are the, the uh, Ed McMahon of episode 20. Ed McMahon. I don't want to be Ed McMahon. He was the MC for I, Johnny Carson. I know. Okay. Here's Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. I know who Ed McMahon is. Okay, good. Okay. So, what do we have on the list, Andy? Um, We've got eight things on the list. Eight things. Yes. What do we not have on the list, Andy? Um, We don't want to... Uh, we don't have the weather on the list. We don't the have on. my... The weather's... Uh, we're recording, yeah, during a snowstorm. Yeah. So it's cold and snowy outside. Okay, next topic. Okay, the weather. <laughs> There's not much else to describe outside. It's cold. And white. And white. And snowy. Tomorrow, it's going to be cold. And very white. And white. And touches of brown and slush. The be- roads. Because of the snow from tonight. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so fun stuff. How have you been, Andy? It's been a little while since we've it, recorded. It has been a little while. I've been trying to get everything in a set schedule now, which I think I've got down. So that's good. Glad to hear it. Yeah, just trying to get slightly chaos with yeah. other deadlines and everything. Yeah, yeah, school, school hard. Yeah. School hard, lots of projects, school, lots of homework. School hard, school hurt. School, school hurt. School painful. School hurts. <laughs> Don't get it all emotional on me. Okay. <laughs> it's been a while. I, I, yeah, I'm getting okay. back into podcast. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So right. it has been so, a while. We we apologize. Yeah. And but, apologize for the double whammy of episodes 18 and 19. I didn't expect you to do that. I thought, okay, I got both of them to Dave in one day. I thought I was all excited. I'm like, okay, so we got a little bit of a breather room. And then Dave's like, okay, they're both up. And I'm like... What did you expect? That I was going to sit on episode 19? Maybe for a couple of days or something? You give me the episode. It goes up. Well, I'll keep that in mind now. (laughs) Hey, no holding back. All right. I want these out as quickly as we can. Okay. Remember we used to to talk about having a turnaround of like a day? Yeah. Not so much. It can still be a day at some point. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. PAX registration opened. Yes. Did we mention that? Uh, uh, yes. At the end of the 19, I think. Uh, yes, at the very end. Uh, I'm having second thoughts about doing Media Pass. And why is that? Because we wouldn't be eligible for Omega Knots. 
So you're basically giving up a media pass, which I, the... I still actually need to see if I can even get a media yeah. pass. Uh, oh, I'm sure we could. I don't think it would be that hard. I don't know. But we what need... does it get you? I mean, really? I don't know. That's I'm curious to find out. And the guys from the Eastern Echo are like, if you can't get in your way, we'll gladly try and scoot you in. Through them? Yeah. Nice. So, I just need to figure out what the heck our actual business address is for the Echo. Since we just moved. Ah. Uh, and we'll have to get new business cards because we just moved. Moved, right. Yeah. So you have four articles now for the Echo? Three yes. or four? Five. Five. Counting tomorrow. Ah. So by the time this is up, it would be five. Five are congratulations. Yes, thank you. I'm pent something. Pent published? I guess so. Pent a public? Penthouse? No. No, I have not <laughs> been published in Penthouse. No. No, 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 no. Dear well, there penthouse. were those pictures, but uh, never mind. You know, maybe I should contact the Daily about doing something like what you're doing. Okay. Mm. Except you probably have to have a tighter deadline than mine, but well, I don't know. Since it's the Daily, probably. But, I mean, like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Do you think you'd be able to handle the extra? I'm sure I could type out something. Basically, week. now I my my thing when I get home is I automatically go to Slashdot and Gamespot and Penny News Arcade. News for gamers and game. Da- I've got an I've actually got an email thing now where it actually sends me gaming news daily. Nice. I think it's like the da- Game Biz Daily or something. Yeah, I don't know. Nice. But it's it's interesting to keep on top of things now. So, do you want me to do the uh, list of things well, we've kept on top of? Uh, sure. It's been a long time, so there, like, there's lots of stuff we've kept on top of. Yes. Uh, should we start with our, our usual weekly installment? Uh, um, how Sony screwed up. How Sony screwed up. This is this is um becoming more of a uh, annual thing than uh, Jack Thompson, who's actually in this week's episode. Yeah, Jack, Jack Thompson's in here. Uh, um, annual's but, the wrong word, by the way. Uh, weekly. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's every podcast. Would that be? Well, the podcasts are supposed to be weekly. Okay. Remember, that was the original goal. Okay. We, we've kind of gone off of that, but... I don't know. Bi-weekly? I still, I still like annually. Yes, but that means every year. Well, fine then, Mr. English. <laughs> so, um, how Sony screwed up? Yes, how did, how did Sony screw up this time? Well... Since you caught this before I did. Did I? Yes. Nice. Well, the, the uh, president of... Was it SCEA? Yes. Sony Corporation, Sony Computers Entertainment of America. I do believe so. Went out in an interview with GameSpy, GameSpot, EGM, EGM. Uh, and you're going to get it sooner or later. Yes. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's only so many magazines to go through, and he made a claim that all the PlayStation threes were selling. Yes. And in fact, he he so firmly believed this claim. That he was going to pay $1,200, which is twice the price of a PlayStation 3, for any PS3 found on the shelves. For more than five minutes. For more than five minutes. Yes. So the, it, it has to be there for more than five minutes. That, that was his quote. It was like, they're, they're selling like hotcakes. We, yeah. we can't even keep them on the store shelves. I, yeah. I'll give you $1,200 if you can find one that's been on the shelves for more than five minutes. I could go down to Circuit City, and they've got, like, four. Well, yeah, that's what uh, Penny Arcade, what, they said they found, like, 12 of them? 
uh, the two guys from Penny Arcade, Tycho and Gabe, our fair heroes, I guess, almost icons of nerddom. They went around Seattle, which is where they live. Yeah. And went to Best Buys, Circuit Cities, Toys R Us, uh, certain stores that refused to allow their name to be used, EB Games, and took pictures of PlayStation 3s that had been sitting on the shelves. And they found 11 of them and made a webcomic about it, saying that they want their $13,200. Now, to to be fair to this, he actually did make... The, the, it's the quote's just getting out now because it was published in EGM, right. a monthly, monthly magazine. Mag. So he actually did the interview back in January. Sometime Which, in January, maybe yeah. mid-January. True. However... However, back they were in Jan- still yeah. sitting on the shelves in January. I remember uh, when we went to the Burning Crusade launch for at midnight yes. at EB Games. I asked and there were a hundred people in line. Yeah, I asked the one of the workers there, who's a friend of mine. I said, "So, do you guys have any Wii's?" He said, "Absolutely not. They sell out every morning when they get them." I said, "Do you have any PS3s?" He said, "Yeah. Do you want one?" <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you, because. Buying a P3, P, PS3 now is kind of like do, giving an investment. Because what, what do you have on the PS3? You have Blu-ray. Resistance. You have a Blu-ray player. What other games do you have? Mm, backwards, theoretical backwards compatibility. Yes, just like the 360s backwards compatible. Well, That's why they give out that list every month of yeah. games that are now backwards compatible. Hey, at least they're working on it. Um, You could download some of the games off of the... It? Yeah, it's, it's not worth yeah. it. Sony screwed up. Oh. And screwed up again. Mm-hmm. Thank you, what's it, Jack Tretton is his name? I don't remember, but do you, did you actually hear the, the more recent news? You probably there's, didn't because I only caught this right before I came here. There's more recent news. Yes. Uh-oh. Um, the, uh, the president of the uh, sales department of the UK wing of Sony. Yeah. Um, resigned today. Really? A mere, what, three, four weeks before the uh, the PS3 is launched yeah, in Europe? the European launch. March 20-something, I think. March 20th? 23rd, I think. Or something, yeah. Sometime in March. Late March. Yeah. Mid to and late March. He resigned today. Ooh. Effective immediately. The president of the sales and marketing Sony for the PS3 is not launch. Happy. Yeah. Can you say something about rats and ships? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah so, wow. So, yeah. You know, I'm not gonna go there. Yeah. Sony's screwed. Now, I people are still gonna be buying the PS3. That there's no doubt about. There are people who want to buy a PS3. Fanboys. Yes. Yeah. Like there are Nintendo fanboys. Like there are Microsoft fanboys. Heck, when you see, when you see a freaking keynote speech by Nintendo or somebody else, they're probably automatically fanboys in the crowd. Oh, definitely. Because you, you know, know Apple actually like plants their fanboys, and they they plan the crowd at the keynotes. Oh, I I bet so. Even I bet MacWorld was just filled with fanboys. That's mm-hmm. why you he, when you listen to a Steve Jobs speech, there's crowds going wild while Steve's doing his thing because they're all Macintosh fanboys. So why not get right a raucous crowd while you're doing your speech? So do you do you want to hear the third piece of news from Sony? Third piece. Yes, this one's not so much of a screwed up, okay, but it's still kind of interesting. 
So, a um, couple, I think it was back at uh, E3 this year, um, uh, Konami announced that they were working on a live-action version of the Metal Gear Solid. Live-action version for a movie. Yes. So, live-action movie of Metal Yes. Sweet. Kenobi said, hey, we're starting up the process of working on a... This is like this yeah. was in their little bulletin that they handed out to people at E3. And so people are wondering, well, who are they doing this with? Because it's like, okay, you're doing a movie, oh, but... no. They're using Sony Entertainment? Mm-hmm. Oh. Sony Pictures, another branch of the Sony conglomerate has uh, announced that they are, in fact, the studio who's working with Studio Kono- uh, Konami. Konami. Konami, thank you. Um, for this live-action Metal Gear Solid movie. But um, there are two pluses for this. Yeah. Um, number one, Uwe Boyle is too busy working on Postal and Blood Rain 2 to direct it. Okay. So he's not even going to go near it. And... Um, uh, Mr. Konomi himself, the founding uh, creator of the Metal Gear series, is tacked on as the executive producer. Nice. So, All right, so it, it has hope. It, it does have hope, but it's another video game movie. Poor Halo. Yeah. But hope, this one seems to have more legs than um, the Halo yep. movie. Well, the, the story isn't as well-defined. I mean, Metal Gear, there's, there's like, the whole universe is open. It just has to deal with Snake. Yeah. Halo or Liquid is... Snake or Solid Snake. Or yeah. I'm guessing the new one's probably going to be Gaseous Snake. Gaseous Snake. Halo is, is, I mean, the game is story-driven. It's a first-person shooter, but it's so central to the story. So it's harder to make a movie for it. But it's also that Sony... Konami is making this solely for the PS4. It's, like, one of the last few exclusive titles for the PlayStation 3. So Metal Gear Solid 4, what is it, Sons of Liberty or something like that? I don't know. Um, no, that was Metal Gear Solid 2. Guns of the Patriots, that's what it's ah. called. You know, I'm, uh, as we're speaking, I'm, I'm browsing uh, upcomingmovies.com. Yeah. Do you want to know what some of these things are? Magneto. Magneto's coming out, yes. As, as like, Ian, starring Ian McClellan. How's that going to work? Because I thought this was when he was first getting his powers. I don't know, but it says Is Ian, cast McClellan, Ian McClellan. That Sir Ian McClellan, that Ian McClellan. Good, yeah, that good of an actor to play himself twenty, thirty years ago. Uh, when he's in his twenties, it would be really interesting. Yeah, Sir Ian McClellan revealed he will indeed be starring in this movie, using the wonders of computers to de-age him by about fifty years, as you're going to need to. Yeah, uh, Wolverine. Yes. Another one. Men in Black 3. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, Men in Black was so good, and then Men in Black 2 was just full of product placements, and it had Johnny Knoxville, for goodness sakes. It was a pretty okay movie. Compared to the first one? Compared to the first one, it wasn't quite as good. It was still a pretty okay movie. They took the script from the animated series. I know. (laughs) It was still a pretty decent movie. Come on. What about all the product placements? That movie was full of product placements. I mean, yeah. Ugh. Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Turtles. That's coming out. I'm going to go see uh, Ghost Rider this weekend. Another nice. comic book character. Actually, uh, yeah. That one's supposed to be pretty... 
Uh, I've heard mixed things, but I mean, it's yeah, not even out. Nicholas, so. Nicholas Cage. Jurassic Park 4. There, there wasn't even a Jurassic Park 4 book. There wasn't even a Jurassic Park 3 book. Yes, there was. Was there? Mm-hmm. Believe me, as soon as the first Jurassic Park came out, I read all of the books. I know of uh, the first one, and then Lost World, which is when they go to the factory island. Yes. What's the third one? Third one? I forgot what it was, but I remember there was a third book. I th- I swear there was a third book. I don't think there was a third book, Andy. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Oh, this one's fun. What? Xeno, Warrior Princess. The movie? The movie. I'm hoping that's direct to DVD. Please tell me. Release date sometime between 2006 and 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Right. uh, Probably not going to happen. Transformers? Transformers. That's coming out this year. I know. I'm... Oh, man, am I looking forward to that. Especially now that I saw that new new trailer. The previews for that are gorgeous. Iron Man. Oh, that would be an interesting one to see. Yeah, they haven't even... I don't think they've announced who's playing him yet. The the next uh, Fantastic Four movie is coming out. Nice. Now, I I read all the reviews. People say they hated it. I actually liked the... uh, The original? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen the Final Four movie yet? Fantastic Four. That one, too. <laughs> uh, Sorry, no, I, we're getting near March, and so yeah. Final Four is just... Yeah, yeah. Fahrenheit 451. Really? Yeah. Release date, to be announced, 2005. Hmm. I don't think it's... I think it's kind of a dead movie. And you're going to have Postal and Blood Rain 2 come out. Caddyshack 3. Uh, um, this site is ridiculous. Check it out, uh, www.upcomingmovies.com. It's kind of funny. It's got some good stuff. It's got some dead stuff. Yeah. They're coming out with three uh, Stargate movies. Nice. Except they're all going to be direct-to-DVD. Oh, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. So what else do we have? Oh, what? Um, okay, so let's see. Sony screwed up. Sony screwed up. Ooh. Sony isn't screwing up. Ooh, I know what? What's, what we have left. What? Jack Thompson. Okay, we can talk about Jack Thompson I've if you want to. I missed talking about Jack Thompson. Jack Thompson has stayed pretty low for the last couple of weeks. Yes. Months. Yes, ever since ever the since whole thing we said with that, Bully. Yeah, and ever since we said that we were going to try and do a Jack Thompson every week. <laughs> and then he just disappeared off the face of the earth. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Well, maybe ha. Sony will stop screwing up now. <gasps> They'll take the cue from Jack Thompson and just say, like, okay, we're done. They're calling us. We're done. I think we're the last people Sony has to worry about in the media. Probably. So Jack Thompson, yes, what, lawyer what, from Florida. I've stopped paying attention to him, so um, for, go ahead, Dave. Which is probably a good thing. Jack Thompson is under review. Ooh. He has hearings in front of the Florida Supreme Court brought by the Florida Bar Association for basically being a bad lawyer and being a jackass. Oh, okay, so probably like... Uh, Contempt and other things yeah. like that. Yeah, okay. That and would make sense. So, uh, there, there's he's actually been in trouble with them before, and they let him keep his practice. They just find him. Fool me uh, once, shame on you. Yeah. Fool me twice. Well, well, we'll see what happens this time, but it would be really kind of funny if 
he lost his ability to practice law. What would he do then? Uh, be a consultant. Probably. For Go on to talk shows and news state. shows. And- well, that's basically what he's doing also is he's helping uh, states draft laws for yeah, video games Yeah, not doing a very good job of it because just about everyone he's drafted has been shot down by that state Supreme Court. Yeah, there's one in uh, North Carolina. I forgot. That's the last one he was working on. I forgot what the exact law is, but that's the next one that's up. Yeah. So... Louisiana, I, he had one in Louisiana, it got passed, and then Supreme Court said no. Well, well, duh. Yeah. Well, most what are, what are the most of the laws saying they're not allowed to sell mature games? Or I don't. I, I think the North Carolina one is that games would have to be in their own adults only section. That's kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know how I'd I'm feel. I'm gonna go into Best Buy and buy Super Mario in the adults only section. Well. No, it, it would be. I'm gonna wear like a trench coat that are, while I do. Yeah, <laughs> trench coat and a face mask. Uh, no, it would. If that's the way that they worded it, it would be something like you know, if it's rated M, then it's in a, a different section. I have to show my ID to get access to the well, shopping you area. Technically, should have to show your ID to purchase the game. Anyways, yes, that is true. But it would seem weird that they're not allowed to be on the same shelf. Right, which of course. Does lead us to our next little topic. Oh yes, um, GameStop. GameStop. All right. So take they, it, Andy. the the word The word was that um, uh, the the GameStop CEO had a conference call with all the storage managers. Wait, that's one hell of a conference call. Well, basically, what it is is everybody dials up a certain eight hundred number, input a code, and it's basically everybody gets to listen to one person talk. They're like, okay, be on the phone at this time. We'll have an announcement, and so it's basically a giant conference, but everybody's right. on the phone. It's how people do that sort of thing. I don't know. I I guess so. Okay, but the new rule is um, they're they're enforcing greater rules for their selling games to underage kids. Okay. Um, the new rule is um, if you are caught selling a game to an underage kid without parental permission. Yes. Um, you are automatically fired immediately. No ifs, kinda, ands, or buts. Kind of harsh, but oh, it should stop the sale to minors. Um, but that's not at all. It's not all? No. Um, not only is the store employee who sold the game automatically fired, but so is the salaried store manager. Holy shit. No exceptions. A great way to get your boss fired. Yes, but it's also a great way to make sure that people aren't yeah, selling you, games to underage kids. Holy shit, though. So not only would you get fired, but your boss would get fired, too, for – even if he's not in the building at the time. Yeah. Like, just, he's he, it's his day off or something, and he's at home. Wow. Yeah, he will get automatically fired because you sold it to an underage kid. And not only are they uh, – th- this is their role, but they, they've agreed with the uh, – I think the ESA and the ESRB are both going to have mystery shoppers to see if That's people are enforcing this. Because awesome. they, they just did an audit recently, and they found out that the mature ratings are only being enforced about um, 65% of the time. Yeah. That said, I mean, how how much is uh, an R rating enforced in a movie theater? Not that often. So, you know... Pick one or the other. 
So actually pick both. Yes. But, but it's it's I'm actually I'm kind of glad that they're going to be doing this cuz this is going yeah. to cut down That's that's very that's awesome. Except this, that you're still going to have the problem of parents who don't take any interest in it and just say yeah whatever. But, but once you, once the parents say yeah whatever, it is out of the store's hand. They, yeah, but the parents won't see it that way when their kid goes nuts and starts beating up on other kids. And how many times does that not happen? Not often. But evidently, often enough to get people in trouble. <sighs> but so I'm, I'm excited. We're gonna, they're gonna see that. I found the, uh, the link for the continuing reports of this mystery shopper audit. So I'll keep track and to see if they ever update the graphs at all with, whenever they do the rest of the mystery shopper audits. That would be nice. So it could be like, hey, look at that! It's gone up from sixty-five percent to. Something higher than sixty-five percent, eighty percent. Yeah, probably won't get much better than like eighty-five, ninety. Yeah, because there are going to be people who are still going to. But if they get fired, then hey, yeah, great way to end that for you. <laughs> you messed up. You're gone. <laughs> Next, don't do what he did. Yeah, no to- zero tolerance. Yes. <sighs> so, which which one would you want to hear next, Dave? Ubisoft or Guitar Hero? Ooh. Ooh. Both are really nice. One makes great games. One is a great game. So which one would you... Let's go with the great game. All right. So we want to talk about Guitar Hero. All right. Activision with a another, another conference call with the uh, media. Yeah. Um, Activision was... with every single store owner. Yeah. It's a lot of people. It's a very Activision. big... Activision conference call um, the current owners of Guitar Hero yes since they bought um, Red Harmonix Octane. no no yeah MTV bought Harmonix Red Ops o- yeah Viacom who owns MTV bought actually Harmonix. they they well yes Viacom owns MTV but they don't actually own CBS anymore I found that out right but CBS Viacom off. owns Harmonix now yes but I think it was actually MTV, the company itself, that bought Harmonix. Okay. But and Red Octane is owned by Activision. Yes. So they're the publisher. They're the ones who are in charge of the game now. Right. Activision said in a uh, quote, this is basically what the quote said, was in the fiscal year of 2008, which is actually April 1st, uh, 2007, till March 31st, uh, 2008. Okay. Um, we are planning on doubling the number of games on Nintendo's platforms. The Wii and the DS. Nice. And they listed a couple of games, I think like Spore, Transformers, a couple other things. Spore? I think so. I don't actually have the quote Spore in front of me. Spore is EA. I, I don't think they said Spore. Well, I don't have the quote in front of me, so I can't tell you. All right. It, I, if I had my email, but I don't have it in front no. of me. But they, they listed a couple of games, and they put emphasis on at the very end, and Guitar Hero. Yeah. So Guitar Hero is coming to the Wii and the DS. The DS. Well, that's what they said. They said in the fiscal year we're going to double our number of... Yeah, but it, it doesn't mean they're going to put each of the games that they mentioned on both systems. Well, that's what the quote sounded like. That's what everybody else is reporting, that it was I, on the DS and the Wii. I, I, I've seen reports that it could be on the Wii. I, have, I actually have seen a couple of reports saying that Guitar Hero should be coming to the Wii. I've seen nothing about the DS, and that makes no sense to me. 
I know, but it's the way he said it. It sounded like he was putting it on both platforms. Mm. Which I, I highly doubt also that it's going to be yeah, coming it, to the DS. because it, It's not going to come to the DS. You can't fit a that whole said, guitar into the little tiny... That said, it's coming to the Wii. Yeah, it is coming to the Wii. <laughs> Yay, so, Wii. are you going to buy it again? I um, Oh, God, I don't know. I've already got Guitar Hero N2 for the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I'm buying a 360, and I what? might... What? What? Yes, I'm buying a 360. <laughs> when? I've, I finally gave up. When? I'm giving in. I don't when? know. I don't know when. When? I don't know when. I thought I was going to do it when I got back from Italy, but it turns out I'm not going to Italy. Oh. Okay. So, I don't know when. Oh. Soonish. 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 Okay. Probably the end of the semester. Mm. So it doesn't interfere too much with school. <laughs> I have enough other things interfering with school. Right. But, uh, I'm buying the 360, and I might buy Guitar Hero for the 360. Yes, because there's, there's, there's more, more songs. Yes, and... ten more songs. Yeah. And supposedly online downloadable stuff right. in the future. And the Wii? Oh, I, I don't need it for three systems. I, Four if there's a DS version, which there won't be. No. I I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to get it for the Wii either. Because it's, it's you'd not... have to buy another guitar, too. Right. And I already have to buy one for the for the 360. There's the, nobody has made a converter for the uh No. Oh. But I I I don't see it working well for the Wii. Well it it also depends on what songs they have in there. Like the three sixty, none of this really none of the songs on the list really would have garnered me enough to buy the game completely over again. There were a couple songs that I wish I would have had, mm-hmm. but nothing really that was, oh my god, I have to get it for this song or this right. song. You know actually what I'd want to buy it for? The online capabilities of future downloading no, I, I mean stuff? What, what system? What? PC. Ooh, that'd be fun. And then people could mod their own. Yeah. If they made like a USB guitar, plug it in, and play on the PC, I think that would be fine. That would rock. Especially Ooh. if they gave you the ability to create your own songs. You know, what's kind of funny is, I don't remember what I heard about this story, but supposedly Activision was suing a couple of people because they were actually trying to do something like that. They were trying to make a Guitar Hero clone. There have been a couple already. So Released out over the net. Yeah. That's what happens when you have a good game. That yeah, people decide to copy it. Oh. Whatever. I still want to know what Harmonix is going to be doing now that... Um, Actually, I I heard a rumor about what they're doing. What? You remember what I told you about how, you know, like the next version of Guitar Hero should have multiple rows? Yes. So it's more guitar-like? Yes. Evidently, Harmonix is uh, kind of doing that. Except more. They what? want to make a guitar trainer. Ooh. This is I like I've seen no proof of this. I'm I'm just going off rumor. But they want to make something that it it's a video game that teaches you how to play guitar. That would be interesting. That would kick ass. I'd totally take up the guitar. So then we could actually rock out. We could really rock out instead of sort and of then... rock out. We could actually unplug the guitars and actually rock out. Rock out. Yeah. Yeah. It would mm. be cool. That would be interesting. But it would have to be make sure that I know what the chords are outside of the songs. Yeah. 
because like I, I like with Guitar Hero, I've got some of the stuff down where I just know it from like muscle, muscle reflexes. Going yeah. okay this way, and then this way, then this way, then this way. But if I try to do them outside of the thing, I'm like I have no idea what the heck I'm doing. It's just subconsciously in the song I'm cruising along, but outside of the song I'm like what's it, it would going be, uh, on? Interesting. That would be nice. I've tried to pick up the guitar once, and that didn't work. Well, really, my parents wanted me to pick up the guitar. Yeah, I, I did the same a long, long time ago. And then I just picked up the drums, and they were like, oh, no. Because drums are loud. Percussionist. You were a percussionist for, like, two weeks. Longer than that, but yes. Three weeks. A month and a half. Okay, so six weeks. It was, it was until the first Christmas concert, and then yes. I just stopped coming. Well, no, you actually left before the first concert, but you're... No, you're no, just... I was there until the week of the concert. Yes, you, were, you weren't actually in the concert. No, that, the concert but, was where I drew the... I, I didn't go to the concert, and after that I stopped going. But you were in there long enough to actually get your name in the program. Was I? Yes. Sweet! <laughs> I was kind of miffed by that, because I was like, what? Dave's in the program? He's not even here. He hasn't been here for like a day or two. It's... Yep. Uh, That's probably one of the best ones there, too. No offense. I'm shaking my fist at you, but you can't hear that. I didn't enjoy it. Uh, Well, that's it. All right, so what about Ubisoft? Ubisoft, Ubisoft, okay. Ubisoft games. Yes, Um, they did. They were Ubisoft was the ones that picked up the the Mist games, right? Mm. You probably don't know because you really didn't play the Mist games. I I haven't touched Mist in a long time. Oh, I know they're doing uh, the, the shirts we got. Dark Messiah? Yes. Might and Magic? Yes. Yeah. Are they doing Assassin's Creed 2 or is that somebody else? I think they're doing Assassin's Creed. Okay. Well, that's... If they're doing Assassin's Creed, then props to them. Ubisoft is doing Assassin's Creed. Okay, well, that's good. Definitely, yes. I can't wait for that game to come out. I'm going to have to get a 360, though, which sucks. Oh, well, there you go. There's another reason to get a 360. I want to play Rainbow Six. I want to do... Assassin's Creed will be on PS3. I'm sorry, I stopped yeah, paying attention I, to you. Okay. Five second pause of silence. Yeah, sorry. I'm just like, what did, what did Dave say? I'm sorry, I stopped after he said PS3 and my brain just shuts down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Ubisoft, French company, but they have a studio in Canada. Ubisoft Montreal, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Ubisoft Montreal is opening a CGI animation studio to make movies. An actual CGI. This would be like Ubisoft suddenly saying, okay, we're going to open our own version of DreamWorks. Or more accurately, Pixar. Yes. Huh. Eight million dollars is how much they said this this studio is going to be. An eight million dollar CGI studio as part of their Montreal... Eight million. Wait, Montreal Canadian or U.S. Oh dollar? yeah. Oh sorry, eight million Canadian. Okay. So that's what, like six. six I th- yeah, about six. Six. Six million five U.S. And a half, six million, I think. I think it's six, I six and change. The, I do believe. We'll find out later. Okay. So Ubisoft is opening a studio in Montreal. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yes. So the Ubisoft's going to make movies, but here is the the, uh, the back um, story of this. It seems that they're not actually paying for the studio. Who's paying for the studio? The Canadian government. What? Canadian government is paying Ubisoft $8 million to open the CGI animation studio in Montreal. 
Not nice. only that, it is part but wait, of. There's more. Y- yes, there is more. This is actually part of a larger grant paid by uh, Ottawa, I think, actually, which is odd because Montreal's in Quebec. Uh, okay. But the Canadian government is paying a larger grant of, I do believe, um, is it like $600 million? Can- Canadian. But $600 million, $600 million to bring 1,000 jobs to the Montreal area. $6 million. No, no. $8 million for the studio, but... Six hundred million. Six hundred million dollars. Yes. For a thousand jobs. For a thousand jobs in the Montreal area. That's over half a million Canadian per head. Now, granted, you're going to lose some in the transition, but it's still. That's six hundred thousand per person. Yes. Right. Six hundred million divided by one thousand. Kill three zeros. Yes. So it's six hundred thousand Canadian dollars. Yes, per person. Per job that Ubisoft is bringing in. Yes. Dude, give me the money and I'll move there. <laughs> yeah, if you w- you want people to go to Montreal? You pay me six hundred thousand dollars to move to Montreal. I'll move to Montreal. <laughs> I'll I'll go, I'll heck I'll. Get, I like Ann Arbor. Six hundred thousand dollars. I'll move to Montreal. Yeah, I'll, I'll learn. I'll learn French. I'll learn French for six hundred thousand dollars. I'll I'll declare myself a Canadian citizen. I'll go through the inti- I'll go through whatever loopholes you want to go put me through. How long am I supposed to live in Montreal? I don't. I don't really. Six hundred thousand dollars. How long could I live in Montreal for six hundred thousand uh, dollars? Especially since if I find a job in car, Montreal like I'm supposed house. to. That's wow. Well, good for Ubisoft. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're opening jobs. But I, I wish they'd open some here. here but it's a screwed. it's a French company, and so a French Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a they have a better connection than U.S. Ann Arbor area needs more jobs. Google's coming at some point. They're not going to have any place to park, but they're still coming. Yeah, they're not bringing enough jobs. No, Toyota's going to be north of well, kind of north. Yeah, they're East not of Ann Arbor. Pfizer just closed. Yeah, uh, someone did a report and said that because of that closing, that you know, lots of small businesses are going to go out because they depended on the income of those other people, and they depended on the people. It's uh, it's a chain effect. effect. It's a cascade. Yeah, and uh, I think the report said it was a like a four or five to one ratio. Jeez, oh Pete! Every job lost. Because Pfizer closed is going to be four other jobs lost. But that said, there's a lot of other smaller pharmaceutical companies that are trying to lap up everybody who was working at Pfizer. Yeah, hopefully. I have but no idea the where area? these people are coming from. I are don't they know. in the area? I have no clue. I didn't read that much into it, but it was just some headline I saw on the Ann Arbor News. Well, at least people will start getting jobs. Oh, welcome to one of the worst states in an economy that sucks. <sighs> Which sucks because it's a great state. Yes, I love Michigan. Except I love Ann Arbor. No jobs in Michigan. With a steel belt turned into the rust belt, and then everything we've been trying ever since the uh, what was it? The riots of like sixty, sixty four in Detroit, yeah, something like that. So ever since that happened, this Detroit went downhill and took the rest of the state with it. 
Basically, Slowly. yes. It's been a very slow decline. And in fact, the center of Detroit's coming back. Yes. And there's still like this ripple going out from Detroit where things are still kind of collapsing. Yeah, because I remember going to the uh, the new Tiger Stadium, which is right next Park, to the... Park, Ford Field. The new uh, Hard Rock Cafe, the new uh, yep. Compu... Was it the CompUSA building or is it the... Uh, uh, CompuWare, I think. CompuWare building that's downtown. They're having the new stuff downtown, new yeah. parks, new everything. And like downtown Detroit, the very center of downtown Detroit is actually coming back. It's quite beautiful. But when you have to park next to you, abandoned buildings you go and four vacant blocks locks, out of the center of downtown, and it's uh, don't go there. What what is good though is, well, the, what they I, what I personally think Detroit needs to do is because people are claiming that like people own these, they don't know who owns these empty lots, so they're not able to dem- demolish them and get new stuff built. I say they should just claim, like, okay, we're giving you 12 months to come claim this land. If not, we're putting it up for sale. Yeah. Eminent domain. They've just got to do it. It's It's been too long where the stuff has been sitting. That's what, that's what uh, all of the uh, Devil's Night stuff was. Abandoned buildings, stuff that people never laid claim to. Well, we'll just have to see what happens. I just steamroll half the city and build it up again. Come on, it's... Oh, it's the uh, the big Detroit. Uh, wasn't there the big Detroit train station there that still isn't being used? I have no idea. I don't know. I I couldn't tell you. Have you Have you heard about the uh, the light rail system too? That's trying to go from Ann Arbor to Detroit. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, well, that's it would bad. be nice if it did. Yeah. Then hey, let's go to a Tigers game. We can just yeah. hop on the train, take it the, in. Have you seen the the stuff they're starting to sell season tickets for Tigers? Yeah, one hundred and eighty seven dollars, I think, or three hundred. I don't Actually, forgot for what. Actually, season tickets one hundred eighty bucks isn't that bad. No, I it's or is that or is that the uh, twenty seven game package? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't. I don't know off the top of my head, but. Now, think they're gonna go all the way again? If not, they're gonna go pretty darn close because they've they've had they had the team. That not, most people are coming back, so it's like it's basically they just got blown out by uh, St. Louis. Yeah, too bad. As long as we, because that was the big thing people were talking about is Detroit had good pitchers, but most of them were rookies. And so they didn't know if they could last most. Like they took a Verlander out for part of the season because they didn't want him to blow himself out during the uh, main season. And then uh, Zumaya played Guitar Hero. What? You, we talked about that. Zumaya during the uh, Oakland A's series was actually out. They claimed for uh, from pitching injuries, but actually he had gotten um, wrist problems from playing from too much playing Guitar, Guitar Hero. Hero. I I don't remember that, but that's. Awesome and really sad. Yeah, and we didn't find out until um, December. Huh. And when was the uh, Oakland A series? What? Uh, late September, early October? Yeah. How come we didn't find out about it until December? Because they didn't want to disappoint the fans. Oh. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah um, I, I've got one more. All right. What's for your the, one more? For the Wii. For the Wii. Yes. So we kind of went Wii, not Wii, Wii. But anyway. Other, okay, but the Wii? Um, Manhunt, Rockstar announced that there's going to be a sequel for Manhunt coming out for the PS2, PSP, and the Wii. The Wii. Yes. 
from a game like Manhunt. Manhunt, the one where you're the the killer well, and I, you're trying to go through a gaunt. You're was a death row inmate and you're trying to yeah. go through a gauntlet of people trying to kill you. I guess that. Uh, I mean, Nintendo's trying to break away partly from that. We're just a kids platform. I mean, they had things like Red Steel. Yeah, but then they're also going to have things like um, Paper Mario, which yeah. there's nothing against Paper Mario, but it's not Gears of War. No. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I think about Man, uh, Manhunt on the Wii. I I didn't like the first one. Yeah, the first one was a little something. It was a little weird. And then there was always that uh, UK family that claimed that their the seventeen year old killer of their four, what fourteen year old son yeah whatever. was influenced by the video game. All up in arms about it, and the some of the British retailers pulled the game off the shelves. Other retailers actually said, "Hey." After this new story came out, we can't keep them on the shelves because yeah. people are buying them so quickly. That's because word got out that it's a decent game. I just I didn't like it. I don't, Whatever. But, yeah, well, it's coming out for the Wii now. And the PS2. I, I'm surprised that people are still making games for the PS2. When is it actually going to stop? Probably in a year or two. Sony planned on that. Because they, on- they knew they weren't going to sell... well. Part of Sony knew that they weren't going to sell the bulk of PS3s that they thought they were going to sell. Okay. So they're they're still supporting the PS2. And a lot of companies are still supporting the PS2 because that's what's out there. There are millions upon millions of PlayStation 2s out there. Didn't the PS2 outsell the PS3 during this holiday season? Probably. I think we said that, but I'm not going to remember. It's certainly easier to find than the yes. PS3. Plus, it's with the new Slim Pack and everything, it's yep. like... It's about the size of a DVD case now. It's ridiculous. I think the Wii has almost doubled PS3 sales. That's because the Wii is less than half the price. Yeah. And uh, so much better. It's ridiculous. But there there aren't that many games coming out this first quarter for the Wii. Well, like, there's okay. Wii Play. Just came out uh, yesterday or today. Okay, so you have Wii Play, you have WarioWare, and then what else is coming out during the first quarter? Anything that uh, seems... I think Metroid comes out. Not first quarter? Nope. Oh. That got bumped back. Dang it. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, yeah. other people are looking forward to that one, too, that one too, but it's like, where are these games for the Wii that are Well, to don't be? forget, I mean, it, it's still rather innovative. Yeah, so and people are... People are to... still going like, well, how the... What, kind of game can I write for this? Remember the code name for the Wii. Yes, exactly. The Revolution. Yes. Thank you, because I swallowed my tongue there for a bit. That's fine. And the Revolution was revolutionary. And it was. It still is. It still is. And people don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do. Kind of the same problem that the uh, PS3 is having, actually. But there's not that much revolutionary about the PS3. Other than oh, there certainly is. The core. The the cell processor is very revolutionary. Are Eight you saying processors? That, that people aren't writing to the PS... Well, that's, that's, that's the way with all hardware. Is people never write to the, the hardware capacity the first time out. No, no, it's not even that. It's that people don't know how to write to a processor with eight subprocessors. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, like, 
Yeah, it's a lot of computing power, but how do you program efficiently to make optimal use of all of the processors? Oh, speaking of the the processors, wasn't there something about the uh, Intel processor? Uh, yes, because this last weekend was the like the Silicon Valley computer chip show. Okay, where all the companies are like, look at our new stuff. Well, look, Intel, look look at all our polygons. Yeah, and Intel decided to repeat a uh, kind of an experiment that they did a long time ago. All right, in the mid nineties, uh, and in the mid nineties, they made a chip that had. Like, uh, it was, I'm pretty sure it was a teraflop. All right. So that's one, uh, thousand million billion trillion. One trillion computations per second. Floating point operations per second. Flops. Flop. Flop. A teraflop. Because kilo is thousand, mega is a million, giga is a billion, tera is a trillion. When is a penta, what's a pentaflop? Peta. Petaflop? Petaflop. All right. That's the next. Okay. Then you don't even start using illions. You just say like 10 to the 12th. All right. So one trillion floating point operations per second. Off of one chip. Oh, it it wasn't one chip. It was a network of chips. Uh, It took up approximately half a football field. It was a big chip. But it made a teraflop. This was in the mid-90s. It was a huge thing. Okay. Well, this last weekend they did, again, a teraflop. But I'm guessing it didn't take up a whole half football field. It took field. up a single chip. Really? An 80-core chip. So Okay, so you've got these new, the new dual cores out now. Cause I yep, know AMD's got their, what, X2 line yeah. of series, and then I, uh, Intel's got their duo core. Yeah, and or core quad duo. core now. Quad core now, Yeah, Jeez. quad cores are starting to come out on the market. Jeez, I'm just going to skip dual core and go straight to quad core until but there's an there's, operating system that can. There's uh, no point because no one knows how to write efficiently for a dual core, let alone a quad core, let alone an 80 core. So it's like okay, hardware software needs to catch up with hardware now. Yeah, but I mean, there's a problem of thinking that oh, we can just start adding more cores because when you think about the architecture of the chip. Instructions go in, something happens, instruction, uh, results come out. Yes. It's a magic box. Pretty much. But let's say I have this set of instructions. Okay. And I have five things that can handle instructions. We're going we're gonna to say it's a five-core chip. All right. Well, if, one, if each instruction depends on the results of the previous instruction... I can't just send those instructions out to the five different ones and let them go. I have to wait for the instructions to finish. Okay, so it's more of having more cores is more of like a uh, multi-processing thing, multi-processing and parallel processing. Okay. If I have an array of eighty objects, so if I've got if I got if I got Microsoft Word open, Microsoft PowerPoint open, Internet Explorer, Firefox, iTunes, all working, Photoshop. That's fine. Cool yeah, Edit Pro, the Final Cut Pro. The more cores, the better, because each core can handle it if the OS is properly written. Okay. If the operating system knows how to handle it and send it out to the different cores, that's great. That's fine. Okay. But if you're running just a single program, you're not going to see that much more of a boost. Okay. Now, there are cases where you will. If I write a program and I have this huge uh, list of 80 things that I want to look at, and they're independent. 
what happens to the element in the first part has nothing to do with the second part, nothing to do with the third part. I can send each element to a different processor, process it, and collect it all back. Okay. So parallel processing, great. Okay, so we have to see these these multi-core chips have to work with software that can deal with... Yeah, the basically it comes down to the hardware is plenty advanced. No one knows how to write software okay, for it. And okay. that's the problem with the PS3 is no one knows how to write for a six, uh, eight-core processor. Okay, I get you. So we'll see what happens. Future is going to be a different place. Oh, God, you have no idea. The other thing that happened this weekend was the quantum processor. Oh, no. And I mentioned that earlier, a couple episodes ago, and, oh, God, it's uh, it's ridiculous. I started looking into it, and this is the first, like, commercial application. They've proven that it could be done in labs and research places and universities. All right. Uh, but this is the first, like, actual company that's going out and building one. And it's, I heard him talking on NPR, and it's weird stuff. Quantum physics is just weird. Yes. The mere act of observing something can change the outcome, even if you don't interfere with it. Was that the Heisenberg uncertainty principle? Uh, part of it, yeah. Who was the guy with the cat? Schrodinger. Okay, Schrodinger had the cat, not Heisenberg. Yeah, Schroeder's Schroeder's cat. Uh, yeah. Cat's neither alive nor dead, so it's Until actually Until you open both. the box. Once you look, the cat's dead. Yes. Yeah, it's weird. I'm not sure how comfortable I feel about my computer's processor having things that might or might not be there. <laughs> and in fact, depending on the fact that they might or might not be there and that they're in both places and neither place... When it's too confusing to figure out how my computer is actually computing, Andy, I'm done. do you know how your computer is computing now? I have the basic idea. I don't understand if it can or cannot be there, but there at the same time. Yeah, it's it's weird. That takes basic idea of computing and just it throws hurts. it out a window. It hurts. It burns as us. All right. Well, we're starting to run low on time, so it is random that topic. time again. Random topic. The I, random topic. Um, I don't have my dice I on know, me. But if you give me one second. Are you actually going to write something to randomly? I'm not going to write it. I've already written it. You already have written a program to roll a, basically a random number generator? Yep. Okay. I wrote it for when we played Godlike. Ah, yes. Uh, 1D, we'll find out in a sec. All right, so the random topics. Okay. Civ 3. Civ 3. Make a video game. Make a video game. Write a story. Write a story. The Rock Micah. Micah. Paperclips. Paperclips. If superheroes existed. Superheroes. Uh, six. Six. So I'm rolling 1D6, and unlike Andy's dice, you won't hear mine roll. Five. Five. Paperclips? No. Yes. 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 Paperclips. You're like, no. Yes. No. Well, because uh, I'm looking at the list on the screen, and there's some stuff after the last one that's not actually a topic. It's a response to a topic. And 
Yes. So I was counting back from six and no. Paper paper clips. Paper clips. You mentioned something about paper clips right before we started. Um yeah. Um it seems that they are older than um liquid paper and Xerox machines. Interesting. Yes. When's the last time you used a paper clip? Um actually t- I used one on uh today is Tuesday, right? Yeah. I used one yesterday. Really? Because mm-hmm. we'd gotten back these Meyer Briggs personality test things, and it's a big stack of paper, and so there's a, we grabbed paper clips to make sure that we didn't confuse our personalities with other people. And so we didn't get, like, multiple personalities or something. Weird. Yeah. Did you know the paperclip was first patented in 1867? It's patented? It was. It, it was a patent by Samuel B. Fay of the United States. It's designed to fasten labels to garments and textiles. It was also marketed as a paperclip. I uh, so what are you, are you not allowed to use paperclips now or what? Are they uh, No, it, it was just a patent that the guy probably sold and made a lot of money. Probably. So who owns it now? I uh, I don't think anyone owns it now. I'm pretty sure the patent would have expired by now. You could put a patent up for renewal, can't you, or no? Uh, you know, I have a feeling that like it, it's so widely used. I mean, but, it's a piece of wire that's bent. Can you really patent a bent piece of wire? Maybe. you Because patent- my computer has a lot of bent pieces of wire. I really don't think that it, it applies anymore. I, I'm, I still think it probably does, but I'm, I have no idea. But Oh, this, so- is, this is nice. Other uses for a paperclip. Okay. I'm on Wikipedia, by the way. All right. Uh, paperclips can be bent into a crude but effective lockpick. I've actually tried that. It hasn't worked too well. The paperclips that I use are, like, too wide. I think you need thick. to use the plastic coating ones. No, no, those are even thicker. Okay. Uh, paperclip is also a useful accessory in computing. The metal wire can be unfolded with a little force... Uh, several devices call for a very thin rod to push a recessed button, which may, which the user might only rarely need. This is seen on most CD-ROM drives as an emergency eject. Do you it have is. it on your CD-ROM drive? Uh, I do. If you actually look on almost every CD-ROM drive, there is a little hole on it. Ah. Uh-huh. It's just the right size. Actually, uh, I use a safety pin. I use pencil lead. Pencil lead? Yes. Is it hard enough? I... Yes. But now of, I'm now I'm scared about. I'd be using afraid it. of that breaking in there. Well, now now I'm scared about it breaking in there. I wouldn't use pencil lead for that. Guess I'm using paper clips. Paper clip or a safety pin. Safety pins are sharp. Yeah. And pointy. And yeah. Painful if you poke yourself. Well, a paper clip can be painful if you poke yourself. Are you going to jam a paper paper clip and with enough force in your hand to? I hope not. A uh, paperclip bent, bent into a U can be used to start an ATX PSU without connecting it to a motherboard. The hell is an ATX PSU? ATX. Oh, a computer power supply. Uh, yeah, because the ATX is a type of motherboard. It used to be the standard, and then yeah. um, Dell went to BTX and other... <laughs> Paperclip could be installed in a Commodore 1541 disk drive as a flexible head stop. Wow. Wow. So they're they're pretty uh, useful. And you know what? 
What? They're also very widely known. Not just for being a paperclip, but for being that annoying little jackass in Microsoft Office. I thought they got rid of him. Uh, I think they moved him to Einstein for a while. No, I, th- I swear they got rid of him out of... Because I remember, didn't he originally come from Microsoft Bob? Uh do you know about Microsoft Bob? I remember something about Microsoft Bob. It's kind of like a graphic user interface for Windows 3.1 right before Windows 95 came out. Oi. That's a long time ago. Yeah. I still have computers in my room that are from before 1995. I'm sorry. So am I. They're not doing anything. I just have them plugged in so the batteries well, don't die on them. Use them for something. They only have a 2 gigabyte hard drive. So you can uh uh the the like online massive computing projects every every hertz counts. I could, but then I'd have to hook them up to the network, and I use our network for other things. Other things, which we we won't go into. That are not um that you shouldn't do because they're illegal. Nobody should do them because right. they're stealing money from people. From artists. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's the episode. What, Andy, what, what, what do you use paper clips for? I just clip paper. You don't. You don't have any special uses for paper clips. Um. Not really. I have a Leatherman. And coat hangers. See, I don't. I don't use paper clips. I use coat hangers. What are you using coat hangers for? Dude, metal coat hangers? You can bend those into whatever shape you need. Those things are great. Yeah, if you can actually get them straight, though. I know what you use a paperclip for. What? For your Bluetooth headset. Yes, because I lost the little thing that goes around my ear, and I'm not going to pay $3 plus like $1.50 shipping to get basically what I used with a paperclip. Yep. Plus, I can bend it so it fits my ear exactly. So, yep. Yeah. So Andy does use paper clips. Every I used day. a paper clip on my way here. Yep. Every when day I you use, use my paper clip. yeah. I I really don't generally use paper clips. Staples, which I guess is a form of paper clip that goes through the paper. It's paper clips are more of a non-destructive. Do you use the little black things that you got like the little wings that you fold over and you open them I've up? I've used you... those before. Yes. Those are not, fun. Not usually. You get like the big like three inch ones oh, and you just like, you know, like I used to like stick those on my fingers. Uh uh-huh. I got bored. Alright. So since I did the opening, would you like to do the closing? You got bored. Oh my. I'm done. Alright. Later all. Bye bye.